What is up, you guys? Welcome back to the Uproot Yourself podcast. I am your host, Emily. What is up? What is up, you guys? Today is... What is today? Tuesday, February 27th. I am recording the day I'm supposed to release this episode, and that's just how we roll sometimes, you guys. I... It's so weird because like I have so much more free time now in my life, which I am very grateful for. That's how I like to live my life. But when you have so much free time, you really have to be disciplined with how you spend your time. And I'm not always the best at it. Like I'm disciplined with going to the gym, going on walks. I'm disciplined with, um, well, I should, I should say how I eat, but uh, sometimes I just eat a brownie, but it's okay. It's all about balance, right? But I didn't want to make a whole trip down to my studio just to record my podcast yesterday when I knew I was going to be here today with only a few clients. Um, So I was like, you know what, I'll just record it when I go in and upload it in the afternoon. And it is almost noon. So that's exactly what we're doing. Look, it's happening. Um, So today's episode... I kind of wanted to talk about this book I've been reading. It's the top five regrets of the dying. I saw somebody talk about it on Instagram and that's how most of my book purchases go. I see someone talk about it and then I'm like, oh, well, I must read it. So, (laughs) and then I always try to like find it at the thrift store, but whenever I'm looking for a specific book, I rarely find it. I did one time and I literally lost my head. Like I was so excited. Do you guys know what that's like? When you're looking for a specific book that costs $20 on Amazon and you find it for $2 at the thrift store, do you know what that's like? That's why I thrift. I didn't find this one at the thrift, so I ordered it on Amazon, okay? (laughs) So this book was written by Bronnie Ware. Uh, She is from Australia. And in each chapter... Each chapter is not a regret because there's only five, but she talks about five regrets of the dying um, and she tells stories about the people that she worked with because she was a caregiver for elderly or sick patients. Most of them were elderly. One of them was a younger man. He was in his 30s and I kind of lost it reading that chapter. Um he had gotten into an accident and he just, after the accident, he had so, he couldn't really do anything. I want to say he was paralyzed. Um, but his attitude towards life just completely plummeted. And she was talking about how he was a victim to his surroundings and his environment. And it was so true because he got put into an old age home and he was around people that were you know, 30, 40 years older than him and dying. And he took on this like bad attitude and he, he eventually ended up dying. And it was the saddest thing because, you know, there are people with disabilities that still like push life's limits to the fullest. And like the other day I saw this um, blind girl and her mom was walking her with her bike to the park And she was blind and she's riding her bike. And I was like just sobbing. And I'm like, you know what? We have nothing to freaking complain about. Think about the things that you complain about on a daily basis. And when you see a young girl who's like 14 or 15 years old and she's like riding her bike, she cannot see and she's laughing and saying, thanks, mama, for taking me to the park. Like, 
this is so much fun. Just like the best freaking outlook on life. Like, just think about that when you think about complaining about stupid shit. Like, they got your order wrong at Starbucks. Like, please don't. Anyway, let me start at the beginning. I just, I just jumped in midsection here. Um, so if you guys want to read the book, cool. Maybe don't listen to this until you read it. I'm not going to go too far into, into depth. I just wanted to go over the five regrets. You guys can literally see the chapters that name all of the regrets anyway. Um, and then I'm just going to touch on a few points and like, just like how it hit me because man, especially these days, we're living life so fast, right? And we're constantly like just pushing for more and more and more. So I wanted to touch on this because I think they're very important. And it even like had me thinking and just going over my beliefs with life. And it just makes you slow down a little bit and think. So the first regret is I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself not the life others expected of me. So this one was talking about a woman named Grace that she had worked for. And this woman was married for over 50 years. And she raised children with this man. And the man that she was married to was not very nice. He was, I don't know if he was abusive, but he was just not a nice person. And she just felt trapped with him, but she felt like she had to, like, stay loyal to her marriage. And eventually, he fell ill and had to go stay at an old age home. And she was excited for that because she finally found independence. But then soon after that, she got diagnosed with a terminal illness. So she didn't have much time to live after he had um, gone off to the old age home. So she she was telling uh, the author of this book like how much she regretted not leaving him because her whole life she just wanted independence. She wanted freedom. She wanted to go travel and do all these things. And she felt like she couldn't. And she told the author, Bronnie, she's like, just... Like, make sure you live your life for yourself. Live a life that you want to live, not don't base it off what others want or what others think you should do, et cetera, et cetera. And that just like made me so sad, like thinking about a woman in a unhappy marriage, raising children her entire life for over 50 years with this man. And all of a sudden she's in her 70s or 80s and she finds out she's terminally ill and she just looks back on her life and is like, why didn't I leave? Like, why did I allow him to control me and stay in that horrible situation? It's just really sad. Regret of the dying, number one. That was the first one. Where's the second one? Let me find it real quick. So in between the chapters that um, name off all of the regrets, there's like other ones, like the one I told you earlier, products of our environment. That was about the younger man. And then there was um, a chapter called trappings. I actually can't remember that one. Oh my gosh, you guys will have to read the book. But the second regret is that I wish I hadn't worked as hard. 
So this man was married to the love of his life, his whole life for so long. And the husband was in a job that he loved, or he didn't know that he loved it as much. He just liked the recognition that he got from his co-workers and acquaintances. Um, so he enjoyed like the respect that he got. And so he worked a lot and his wife wanted to go travel and she wanted, um, them, him to retire because he had enough money. They had enough money to live off and retire. So she begged him for years to do that. And she ended up begging him for like 15 years to quit his job. And then one day she kind of lost it at the dinner table. I think it was. And he's like, okay, I'll, I'll retire, but I need to close one more deal. So just give me one more year. And sadly, she ended up passing within that year. And it made him realize like, it made him feel so guilty for not retiring sooner and traveling with her and focusing on what actually matters in life. And that is spending time with loved ones, spending time doing things that you actually enjoy and have fun and you're living like this book is so perfect for this podcast because it's what I preach all the time is that, yes, I want you to grow and I want you to work and I want you to work in something that fulfills you. And that's another chapter in here too, which is funny, is to find intention and purpose in the things that you do um, because then you don't feel like you're working. Like when I come to work, I love waxing my clients. I love creating t-shirts. I love being creative and that lights me up inside. If I were working in a job where I had to go to nine to five and work at a desk, I would literally melt into the earth and just disintegrate. I, it wouldn't work for me. I am not that type. I can't just sit still and stare at a computer or make phone calls and type. And like, that is just, my brain would not be okay. I would not be okay. My soul would not be okay. Some people thrive in that environment. You have to find purpose in your job um, and you have to take the time to do the things that you actually enjoy doing. Like these are coming from people like in their 80s that are literally dying and they're like, why didn't I fucking live? Why didn't I leave that guy who was horrible to me? Why didn't I live my life the way I wanted to live? Like you guys, don't be that person that lets all of this time go by and you look back and you're like, shit, why? Why did I do this to myself? Why? Don't have these regrets, right? So number three, the third regret is I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. Now, I actually haven't gotten to this chapter yet, so I'm not going to tell you guys too much about that, but man, I would assume... <laughs> It's about like, you know, talking to your family or the relationship you're in and expressing your truth to them, you know? And let's see what the next one is. I'm just scrolling through the book here. Regret number five. I wished I had let myself be happier. Damn. God, these are so good. Again, I haven't read this entire book. I am only on a page, page 112, so... I'm at the chapter called Simplicity. So 
I don't know if you guys enjoy episodes like this, but I just felt the need to talk about these things. Um, Because like I said, we're in a world where everything is moving so fast. We're always trying to work towards bigger goals, which is what we should be doing. But it should be in a line of work that lights us up, that brings true excitement to us, and we are actually fulfilled and we feel like we have a purpose and we're helping people. We're doing things that make us feel good. You know, when you're chasing the money, oh, it's not about the money, you guys. The money will come no matter what. If you are doing something that brings you joy and happiness, the money has no choice but to come, right? Don't focus on the shit that brings quick money, this and that. Focus on things that truly make you happy and you will figure it out, trust me, because you will work so hard to accomplish your goals because it'll be fun for you. You will actually enjoy the journey. We get so caught up on that end goal, right, of making a million dollars or making this or just some big goal, opening a storefront, this and that. But are you focused on the journey and are you enjoying the journey? Are you enjoying those little wins that you get? you know, celebrate those little wins because you'll look back and be like, wow, I was miserable this entire time. Was this worth it? Was this worth five years of my life being so miserable and like stressed and angry and upset and ungrateful? Like y'all that, I think that's, that's the key. I think that's what I say, God, but don't take it personally. Like you can think whatever you want. I think that's what God wants us to realize is that life is such a gift and that the more we're grateful for the little things, the more he gives you, the more the universe will gift you things to be grateful for. But you really have to become self-aware and observant in life to be grateful for those little things. I tell you guys all the time, I say thank you, green light. I say thank you for a parking spot that's close to the entrance of the thrift store I'm going into. I'm like, oh, look, I always get princess parking. I'm so lucky. I'm so blessed. You guys do it every day. I'm telling you, you can't be in a bad mood when you're in a state of gratitude. You cannot. It's not possible. It's not possible. Be grateful for what you have. There are people that are literally living with dirt on the floor and they're totally happy because they have fun every day. They're with their family every day and that's all they know. And you're over here complaining because you're not making enough money quick enough. Your your business that you've been working on for three weeks or a couple months, you, you haven't found success in yet. Don't be a brat because I've been there. I've been a brat too, where I'm like, why isn't this working like right away? It's not supposed to work right away. And your vibration is off. Your energy is off. You're not grateful for the fact that you have the ability to start a business. Do you know how lucky you are to be able to start a business? Not every country is as easy to start a business as America is. That's why they call it the land of the free. Now, we might not (laughs) have certain freedoms here, might have to pay some taxes and stuff, but it is so easy for anyone to start a business. It literally takes, what, $50 to go online to file uh, with the Secretary of State and get an EIN number and boom, you're you're official. (laughs) Go open up a business account, put $50 in there or $100, whatever they require. 
You are so lucky to be living in this day and age, to be living in this country and have the ability to start a business and to create, to create whatever the fuck you want. You can literally do whatever you want. It is all in your mind and that is what's keeping you, what's holding you back and what's keeping you in the same place is you are resonating with your past self. You need to resonate with your future self. You need to resonate with that person that is a few levels above you. And you need to talk to that person every day. You need to talk like that person every day. You need to move like that person. You need to dress like that person because that's who you are. They're just waiting for you to recognize it. Your future self is out there, but they're waiting for you to recognize them. Are you getting it? Are you picking up what I'm putting down? I don't know. This book has made me think a lot and I don't want to wake up one day and regret not going for it. I don't want to wake up one day and regret not traveling enough, not taking enough risks. There's so many people that message me about how scared they are and it drives me fucking bananas. It drives me wild. And I was there too at one point. But at some point you have to say F it and go for it. What else are you going to do? Just sit there and do nothing and stay in the same place and do the same thing over and over and over. And you're like, why is my life why is everyone else so successful? Why are they making so much money? And you're literally doing the same shit every day you get off of work and you come home and you don't work on that project and you don't take a risk and you don't invest in yourself. You don't do anything different. You don't take the time to read books to improve. You you fall victim. You make yourself into a victim. Let me find this part in the book actually where it talks about victim mindset. Oh, it hit so hard last night. I said it to Nat and I read it over and over and I'm like, this is fucking fire. Hold on. Okay, I found it. So um, this woman, Pearl, was talking to her. She was on her deathbed talking to the author of this book and she said, people play the victim forever, but who are they kidding? They're only robbing themselves. Life doesn't owe you anything. Neither does anyone else. Only you owe yourself. So the best way to make the most out of life is to appreciate the gift of it and choose not to be a victim. She said, I explained to Pearl how I had known quite a few victims in my time, but my biggest wake up call came when I recognized that the pattern, that pattern in myself, it had taken me completely by surprise when I realized that I had become so caught up in my wounds, I was only able to focus on how hard my life had been. And she agreed without judgment. We can all be guilty of it at some time. There is a fine line between compassion and a victim mentality. Compassion, though, is a healing force and comes from a place of kindness towards yourself. Playing the victim is a toxic waste of time. It not only repels other people, it also robs the victim of ever knowing true happiness. No one owes us anything, she continued. We only owe it to ourselves to get off our backsides, count our blessings, and face our challenges. When you live from that perspective, the gifts pour forth. I love this woman.
That's what she said. I love this woman. Oh, I, God, I like wanted to cry just reading that over again. We have the choice. We have the choice every single day to decide, am I going to do this and move towards my goal to be happier? Am I going to take a chance towards the thing that actually lights me up? Or am I going to stay doing the same shit, watching Netflix every night or scrolling on my fucking phone and feeling sad about my life and comparing myself to others? Or am I going to actually make change and say, you know what, when I get home, I'm dedicating an hour and to reading the book to help me with marketing? Am I going to take an hour to work on this course that I invested money in? Am I going to take an hour to work on my new project that is going to bring me financial freedom, that is going to bring me purpose in life? Am I going to take an hour to learn about the legalities of opening a storefront and hiring an employee? It is all choice. You have time. You can work up, wake up an hour early and do your thing. You can go home and work on it instead of watching TV. You guys, you know what I'm saying. We all have a choice. And especially in this country where people own a $1,000 phone that connects to the internet, the interweb, the entire world, where you can communicate with millions of freaking people, millions of uh, people that want to buy your product, that need your product, you have that opportunity. Anyone can do it. That's why I hate the victim mindset. I don't like it. But unfortunately, people are a product of their environment. When they grow up around parents who have a lack mindset, who have a lack mentality, who say money doesn't grow on trees, you're, you're, you have a disadvantage because of this. Fuck that. I freaking hate that. I'm so sorry. I've cursed so many times in this podcast, but I'm very passionate about the subject. I cannot stand when parents put off of put off their lack mentality onto their children and set them up for failure right off the bat. But the, unfortunately, that's all they know. They think that that is their truth, but it is not. It is not their truth. That's why when Tony Robbins goes to schools, um, in poor cities and he talks to children, he talks to young adults and he tells them like, my life was hell when I was a kid. His mom poured soap down his throat like he was abused horribly by his mother and he didn't let that stop him. He decided to read self-help books and he decided to learn from the best of the best, the smartest people in the world, the wealthiest people in the world. And he chose to ignore his physical reality. He chose to ignore the 3D and he focused on himself and his internal beliefs. And it is just like, the oh, it's the most powerful thing when you can ignore your current environment and focus on the environment that you want. You can do it, but it takes dedication. It takes discipline every single day, you guys. You can't say one day, I'm going to fucking change my life. I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm sick of this shit. I'm going to do this. And then the next day you order Chick-fil-A, you go home and you watch Netflix and you're like, I just, I'm just not in the mood today. I just can't. I just, you know what, just give me this day and I'll hopefully get back to it tomorrow. No, 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 <laughs> no. You do not let your emotions dictate your actions. 
Emotions do dictate actions, so choose your emotions appropriately, right? You say, no, I don't let my feelings dictate what I'm going to do. If I say I'm going to take a cold shower because I know it's good for my body, the knob is going to cold at the end of my shower for one minute and I'm going to do it because I know it's good for me. And that's what I've chosen to do. I am going to wake up at 5 a.m. and work an hour on my business because that is what I know will move the needle forward. That is what I know I need to do. That is what is necessary. This is when it counts. So I'm going to do it. And I don't care if I'm tired. I don't care if I didn't get good sleep. I don't care if I went to bed late. I don't care if I woke up two times in the middle of the night last night. I don't give a shit. I am waking up because I am moving forward and I am growing my business and I am going to be someone. I am going to do the damn thing. I'm doing it. I'm choosing to do it. I think that's it for today's episode. <laughs> you guys, I, I'm telling you, you can do whatever the hell you want. You just have to choose. It is all a choice. And reading this book from these people who lived their life and they have all of these regrets, we're done. We're not doing it. We are not going to be 80 years old having someone wipe our ass and thinking, shit, why didn't I go on that trip? I always wanted to go to Scotland. I've always wanted to go to Prague. Why didn't I do it? Why didn't I do it? I spent my money on this bullshit. I let people dictate my life. I let people make decisions for me. I let my, my weak ass emotions dictate what I did that day. Why didn't I book that trip? Why didn't I start that business? No, we're not doing it. We are not doing it. We are better as human beings. We are the smartest beings on this planet. And we have the potential to live a life you have no idea that exceeds your dreams. Like you have no idea. You need to start seeing yourself as that person and seeing those possibilities as real possibilities. Seeing those dreams as goals, not just dreams, okay? We can all do it. You just have to choose. Don't regret not going for it at the end of your life, okay? Because again, this life is not long. So I will see you in my next episode. Please go leave a rating and review on this podcast, please. It helps more people uh, see the podcast and reach more people so we can help. I just want to help as many people as possible. I want to have an impact on y'all's lives and I want to be that person that motivates you and inspires you to go for it and live a life that's worth living and have fucking fun, okay? So I love you. God bless. Have a beautiful and blessed day and I will see you guys next week. Bye.